Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode. We are going to be talking about what the coffee machine has to do with your success as a teacher. We know it's kind of the end of the school year and it's like coffee machines. What are you doing to me? Why are you making my brain think too hard? Right. Then <laughs> um, but this is really interesting. It's a super fascinating concept. And if you've joined us at batch planning live, you're going to know what we're talking about. Um, but we're talking about copy machines today, and it's not about copying your unit three vocabulary words or, you know, why copying double-sided booklets is so freaking frustrating, right? Like, do you flip it this way or do you flip it that way? I hate Mind those. <laughs> Instead, we're going to be giving insight into one of our favorite exercises that EB teachers get to participate in during our batch planning live event. And it's all about a really cool experiment that was done with copy machines. And in case you don't know about it, our batch planning live event is a two-day event that we have coming up on June 27th and June 28th where we will share with teachers not only how to batch plan their lessons, but give them time to batch plan their lessons for a minimum of 90 days. That's the goal is to walk out of batch planning live and have the first 90 days of your school year planned. Um, but then you also get to connect with other middle school ELA teachers from around the world. It's really cool. We've had teachers from uh, Colombia, from Bolivia, from all over the world, Australia, Canada, um, listening to inspiring speakers, connecting with each other. We have fun prizes, fun swag, and really it's a fun way to just feel reinvigorated and inspired and excited about teaching again. And something that we're doing this year that's really special is we will be donating 100% of the profits from the event to our EB charitable fund to support causes um, that are related to education around the world. So we're super excited about that as well. So you can feel really good about your ticket is being given to a great cause as well. Um, So teachers tell us time and time again that they love how this event is motivating. It's fun to work with others and also the mindset shifts that occur how engaging and inspiring it is, how it really turns their life around and makes planning so much easier. And they feel prepared for the new school year, right? Like a weight is lifted off them. It's a phenomenal PD for a good cause. Like it's a win, win, win all around. And it's happening June 27th and June 28th. So you get to enjoy your summer and not think for a moment about the school year at all, because you've got it all planned and you can enjoy your summer. And I want to share with you our summer speakers. We have some amazing speakers who are joining us this summer. First one is our good friend, Blake Fly, who has presented to our EB teachers before um, on a different topic. This topic, he's going to be talking about engaging students and understanding their world. Michelle and Bridget from Teaching on the Double will be talking about how to actually finish your to-do list. How many of you have a to-do list a million miles long and you cross it a few things off and then it just sits there. That's like the worst feeling. So we want to finish it, get that done. 
And then Neil Williams, our favorite, she will be talking about productivity and work-life balance as well. So we have some great speakers at Batch Planning Live this summer. We would love for you to join us. We will include the link to register in the show notes for you, as well as a coupon code that you'll be able to use will be included in the show notes for you as well. And we absolutely love this batch planning live event. It's so much fun to connect with our teachers and it totally is in line with why we created the EB teachers club in this community, right? We wanted to impact teaching. We wanted to flip it on its head. And that includes what it feels like to be a teacher, right? We don't want teachers to feel stressed and overwhelmed all the time, but it's exciting to be teaching and to feel like you are in control of your teaching. And part of that is mapping out your lesson plans. And it ties in so well with our batch planning live event. And at the batch planning live event, we really focus on our be, do, thrive mentality, where we show teachers how to be the teacher they want to be, to do great work and thrive. And that's actually how we organize the entire event. So the exercise that we're going to share with you right now, what that copy machine has to do with your success as a teacher, that is part of our B portion of the event. It's a really powerful exercise that we're going to walk you through it. Um, I'm going to model it with Caitlin, but I really encourage you to do the exercise as well. If you want, you know, listen to the whole thing and then go back and do it yourself or pause as you go, whatever works for you, but actually participate and write it down. And I think you'll be um, surprised by the impact it can have on you and the huge success you will experience both in and out of the classroom. I know teachers that have done it with us in the past. This is their, one of their favorite activities that we do. And they're like, whoo, that was powerful. Yeah. And I love doing it every time too, because it's just a great reminder to model it. You know what I mean? It's just a great reminder of what's possible. Totally. Okay. So we're right. going to do this. Are you talking or am I going? I'm going to be asking you the question. You're going to be asking me the question. you on the spot. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to have Caitlin do is come up with ideally three, I should statements. One can be personal. The other two should be relating related to teaching or school. So she'll just share one with us. So in this case, one, I should statement. Okay. Um, I should grade that big pile of essays. All right. Caitlin, how'd you feel when you said it? Like, uh, I got to go do that still. Like I feel bad. I feel guilty. Um, and I, it makes me feel less than like, I haven't done it yet. Type right. Thing. It's kind of like this heavy thing weighing mm-hmm. on you. Like, Oh, I should go do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now I want you to say that same statement, but this time replace should with could. Okay. Um, I could grade that huge stack of essays sitting in the corner. All right. What changed? How do you feel <laughs> now? I love it. If you guys could see her on video, like expression <laughs> changed and everything. <laughs> Um, it makes me feel more in control and I don't feel bad about it. Like I could do that, but I don't have to do it. Like I could do it. Right. There's almost a choice there, right? Yes. You're in control. You can choose to do it if you want to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same statement this time though, replace could with can. Okay. I can grade that huge stack of piles in the corner. Okay. Again, if you're watching this on video, totally different (laughs) expression she had. So what changed this time when you replaced it with, I can, like, I got this. Why do you think that is? Cause I can do it. Cause I know I can do it. It's that can, like I can, I can Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. It's giving you that confidence, right? That Mm -hmm. power. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So now what Caitlin's going to do, she walked through that first part of the exercise, right? Going from, I should all the way to, I can, now she's going to tie this into the copy machine. And this, you guys is fascinating. It's so So good. Yeah. Yeah, I love this part. 
And then we'll circ- we'll come back to yes. the statement. Okay. So this is what the copy machine has to do with your success as a teacher. So think about this. The story is, or the research rather, this isn't a story. This is legit. So there was research conducted by Ellen Langer at Harvard in 1978 for a study on the power of the word because, okay, we're talking about the word because. So Langer had people request to break in on a line of people waiting to use a busy copy machine at a college campus. So the thing was like, they got to cut the line basically. Okay. So the researchers had the people use three different specifically worded requests to cut in line, to break in line. The first one was, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Okay. It's like, everyone's like, well, I have stuff too. I have to copy, right? Like, you know, the second one was, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I have to make copies. Like, really? We, we all have to make copies, you know, like what kind of, because is that? Okay. And the third one, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I'm in a rush. So I want you to think about, did the wording affect whether people let them cut in line, break in line? What do you think? Number one, with no, because no reason they just need to use the Xerox machine. Number two, because they have to make copies just like everybody else. And number three, because they're in a rush. So which one do you think? Like, what were the results? Did the wording affect whether people let this person break in line? So I'll share the results with you. And even the first one is fascinating to me. So for the, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? 60% of people let that person cut in line. No, because it's like that. It blows my mind. Blows my mind. The second one, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I have to make copies. 93% compliance, 93% compliance. Okay. And the last one, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I'm in a rush. What do you guys think? 94% compliance. How fascinating is that? Number two and number three, both use because the fourth, the third one was way more compelling of being in a rush versus having to make copies. Everybody has to make copies in line, but it was only a 1% compliance difference. And that is the power of because people just need a reason, right? Fascinating. It's totally fascinating. So now let's apply that concept, that power of the word, because back to that exercise. So at this point, Caitlin started with, you know, I should grade that pile of essays. Then it was, I could grade that pile of essays. Then it became, I can grade that pile of essays. And now I want you to add because into that statement. So I'm can basically convincing myself. Yeah. You got it. I yep. love it. Okay. So I can grade that pile of essays sitting in the corner because I have a great rubric and because they're going to be so good because I've done such a good job teaching my students how to write essays. How do you feel now? Like no big deal. Right. Like like I've got it. Like I it's, it's in the bag type thing. Totally. You're in control of it. You've, you know, built in strategy situations with your students to set you up for success, to set them up for success. So of course you can do this, right? All because of that power of the word, because 
So again, teachers listening to this, we really, really encourage you go through this exercise, do it with someone or just write it. Do it with your students. Even how powerful is that? Right. Mm -hmm. And hold ourselves accountable for these things that we can do. And we get to do because we've set ourselves up for success. It is again, a game changer in our mindset when we just position that importance of that word in our thoughts. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. So we're going to talk more about like all of this mindset stuff, and we're going to get deep into batch planning at our batch planning live event. We would love for you to join us. The link to register for the event plus some coupon codes can be found in the show notes for you. We have a regular ticket plus a VIP ticket option. We have incredible speakers. It is a two day live virtual event, and we will also be donating 100% 100 of the profits to the EB charitable fund to make donations to educational causes that we believe in around the world, which is such a cool thing that we get to do with your help. All right, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. We are headed into the end of the school year. You are almost there. You've got this because you are an empowered ELA teacher. You can do it. All right. We'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Have a wonderful day, you guys. Bye everyone.